Last week, we began our little series, mini series here on Proverbs, on wisdom. We call it the seven pillars of wisdom. And essentially, wisdom, what it is, and how to get it. And last week, we talked about wisdom being sort of the the years of experience. Uh, Wisdom just gives you that ability to know enough of the details in order to make successful decisions in life. Wisdom gives you the ability to intuitively know how you should behave and how you should act. So wisdom is something that's very important for all of God's people. And it's something that we're able to, to have because God gives wisdom Now, we said there were two basic sources of wisdom. One is worldly wisdom that the world gives, and the other is God's wisdom that he gives. So there's these two types. And folks, we have to cry out to God some days to know the difference between them. Because sometimes we think we're following proper godly wisdom when we can be fooled, and we're actually following a clever substitute. And it's uh, disguised, maybe, as were as godly wisdom, but it's worldly wisdom. It's like having the form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. And maybe that's a good example of what we're talking about. And so we need to be crying out to God because God gives wisdom. Why do we need wisdom? Well, I think we need wisdom because of the counsel, the strength, the excellent things it gives us. Also wisdom, believe it or not, is better than money. Now, for some of you, you're going to struggle with that because you've been brought up to think that money is the answer. If only we had more money, if only I made a better, better income, if only I had two jobs instead of one, I'm telling you, wisdom is better than money. You're able to purchase things using wisdom. You say, how? Well, stick with us. That's what this little mini series is all about. You're going to see that. And of course, wisdom gives you life and favor with the Lord. And where do we get wisdom? Well, God is able to give it to you on the spur of the moment. He's able to put the right thoughts into your head, but he won't do it if you're not first seeking his wisdom from his book, the Bible. So that's just a quick review of last week. Now I'd given you some homework to do. Do you remember I asked you please to be reading one chapter a day of Proverbs. So you should have gotten like eight chapters, the first eight chapters read. Now be honest with me. Raise your hand if you got all eight chapters. Did you do your homework? I see some hands are raised. Some some of you aren't raising your hand. Come on now. Did you or did you not raise your hand? Okay, there's another one or two. All right, you can put your hands down. I see that some of you didn't raise your hand. How many got a couple of Proverbs in? Raise your hand if he, okay, so some of you got a couple of Proverbs in. All right. Well, folks, it's important that we do the homework. This is sort of like a a Bible college class that we're teaching. And uh, you're going to learn a lot. But if you want to get the most out of it, you got to do the homework. Now, the homework is not hard. It's like the Lord Jesus when he said, my burden is light. You know, my yoke is easy. The homework is not hard. But you have to do it every day to read that proverb. Well, this week, tonight, we're going to look at the overall 
direction of Proverbs. We're going to get this bird's eye view tonight of Proverbs. And um, let's begin, shall we, with a word of prayer together. Now, our Heavenly Father, we pause and we bow in your presence and we freely admit you are the giver of wisdom. And we thank you so much for that. Father, I suppose we need wisdom in order to discern between worldly wisdom and heavenly wisdom. So father, please give us wisdom for that. Help us tonight. Father God, I pray for everyone who's tuned in and I ask you father, a special blessing on each and every one. Help us to do this together to grow in grace and faith. Lord. In fact, that's our prayer request. Increase our faith, increase our wisdom. Help us Lord to have this, heavenly kind of wisdom, like what Solomon had, like what Jesus had when he walked the face of the earth. Father, give us this sort of wisdom. And now we'll give you the thanks and praise because we know you'll answer prayer. You promised if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So we're thanking you in advance, father, for the wisdom that you will give in Jesus name. Amen. Alrighty. Well, let's begin right in here uh, at the top of the page. Now I just want you to know that we have um, a little convoluted, complicated journey ahead of us, but we'll do it slowly. So no one gets lost, but we're going to be jumping all around this page. All right. So we're going to start at the top. Proverbs deals mainly with what direction direction. That's the word that goes in your blank direction. A person goes in life. So there's the right way, the right way. And there's the wrong way, the right way and the wrong way. Have you ever felt that you're driving along someplace and you're on the wrong road? Have you ever felt that you're something inside of you saying we should have been there by now? Why? Where's the turnoff? Like nothing looks familiar. Has that ever happened to you where you've ended up driving the wrong way? Well, this is what the devil wants for our lives. He wants you to, to go all your life going the wrong way. He wants you to point the wrong way and he wants all your movement to be the wrong way. And he'll do everything he can to get you to go the wrong way. The book of Proverbs is given to us by God And the overall purpose is to help us to go the right way, the the proper way. Okay. Now we're going to go down to the middle of the page. There's a line across the middle and right above that line, you'll see a number one and a couple of words to fill in here, the right way. So number one, you see, there's really only a number one and a number two. And number one is on the top of the line. It's the right way. So everything above this line in the middle of the the page is going to be the right way. And it's the way of God. That's the next word that goes in your blank on that same line, the right way, the way of God and eternal life, eternal life. So everything above this line represents the right way, the way of God and eternal life. Now there's a box on the left hand side 
and it runs up and down. And the words, you know, are, are up and down as well. And above the line, you'll see there's a blank and you have to put in the good way, the good way. All right. Everyone following so far. Any questions? I don't hear anything. So well, we must be good. So there's the good way. And then above that, it says gets brighter, brighter, B R I G H T E R brighter. The good way, the right way, the way of God, the way of eternal life is the good way. And it gets brighter. Now let's open to Proverbs chapter four. And we'll see this ourselves tonight. Proverbs chapter four and verse number 18, verse number 18. You see it there. Read it out loud with me, please. Would you please? Uh, Proverbs four eighteen. Here we go. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. And so at the very top of this left-hand box, you'll see there's a four and then a colon sign and a blank. And in the blank, you write 18. That's verse 18. So above the line, you have the right way, the way of God and eternal life, the good way. It gets brighter and you got Proverbs 4.18. Now go back to the middle line in your page. Below the middle line, you have a number two. And beside number two, you've got a couple of blanks to fill in. Here we have the wrong way, the wrong way. Now, if you'll notice, there are two lines on the left-hand side of your page. One line pointing up, one line pointing down, like arrows, okay? One is going up, one is going down. Everything above the center line is going up. Everything below the center line is going down and down is the wrong way. Up is the right way. Down is the wrong way. And so it's the wrong way. It's the way of the world, the way of the world and eternal damnation. That's spelled D A M and then an N A T I O N damnation. Damnation. So you have the wrong way, the way of the world and eternal damnation. Now, remember last week, there was the wisdom of God and the wisdom of the world. The wisdom of God is represented in our notes tonight above the center line. The wisdom of the world is represented in our notes tonight below the center line. Now, if you'll go to that box on the left-hand side that runs up and down that box, you'll see right close to the center, the something way, the bad way. Now, another word you could write in there, technically it's correct, is the evil way. You see, that is technically the opposite of good. Good means to build up. Evil means to tear down. But Maybe we'll just stick with the word bad, the bad way. All right. It's not only the bad way, but it gets darker. Yes, it does. It gets darker and more discouraging and more confusing. And there's a Bible verse to write in. 
on the, on the far left or the bottom of this little box. And it's chapter four, verse 19, 19. And let's look at this together. And I want you to read Proverbs four nineteen. Read it out loud. Now, some of you didn't read the verse four eighteen with me a minute ago. Some of you didn't do it. You want to pass the course? Okay. Read verse number 19 out loud. Come on. Let's do it together. All right. Here we are. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. That's very true. Very absolutely very true. You go the wrong way. It gets darker and darker. The further you go from the light, the darker it gets. I'm afraid that's just the way it is folks. And going below center line here is going the way of the world. Well, let's go back here to the middle of our page. And we're going to go above the center line. There's the number one, the right way. And just above that is a little sentence. We need to fill in a blank here, meaning going in this direction here. We are called by wisdom. Now that doesn't mean we are called wisdom. It means wisdom is calling us. We are called. We're beckoned. We're summoned. We're encouraged by wisdom. And then if you will go down below center line, below the number two, it says here in this direction, going in this direction, we are tempted by foolishness, foolishness. And so we have wisdom up top and we have foolishness down below. We have the right way on top, the wrong way below. We have the way of God and eternal life above, and we have the way of the world and eternal damnation below. Now let's go back up above the middle line, the center line. So we're going to go above number one. We're going to go above the sentence that says here, we are called by wisdom. And there's one more sentence. It, It starts with the word personified. This direction that we're going, this whole wisdom wise way in which we're going is personified as a good woman, a good woman. And as a loving father, a loving father going the direction of God's wisdom, God's way wisdom is calling us and wisdom is personified in the book of Proverbs. That means it's given like human like qualities. It's personified. It's made like a person It's personified as a good woman or as a loving father. Now let's go down below center line. And of course here we're tempted by foolishness and below that foolishness and the wrong way, the bad way is personified as an evil woman and an evil man. And so these directions toward God and away from God are given human like qualities. They're personified. Very interesting here, folks. Now we're going to go back up again above the center line, almost to the top. There's a little sentence that says the end result. You see that the end result. So in going this direction, going above the center line, going in the right direction, the good way, the right way, 
The end result is that we find God and eternal life. We find God and eternal life. Now, folks, if you're just joining us and I see a few more have logged on, we want to make sure you have the notes. If you haven't received the email with the notes, then type in, send a chat or something on Facebook or YouTube, a little note and say, I I need the notes. May I have the notes, please? And we will send you the notes. Okay. So. We're at the top of sort of at almost at the top of the page going the right way, the good way, the way of God and eternal life going that way. It results in, we find God and eternal life. Now, if you'll go down near the bottom of the page, it says that the end result here going this wrong way, getting darker and darker The end result is we find Satan, Satan and eternal hell, Satan and eternal hell. Now what we're doing here, remember folks is we're getting a bird's eye perspective of the overall general direction of Proverbs. Now you have another little box on the right hand side of your page and you'll have to turn your page sideways. And the box says many Proverbs. You have that? Now, this is just a note for you. It's an overall general note, but many Proverbs. And then you've got a little parentheses and you've got a couple of blanks with a dash between it. The first blank, you write in the number 10. That means chapter 10. The second blank, you write in a two nine, a 29. And so what we're saying here is that many of the Proverbs from chapter 10 to chapter 29 are divided into opposing halves, H A L V E S. They're divided into halves. Now you must be familiar with this where they say the righteous do this, but the wicked do that. And um, the wise do this, but the foolish do that. And you see they're divided into halves like that. So many of these Proverbs are divided like this into halves of the good and the bad, the good and the bad direction to go. Or there's, there's another set of parentheses. Another way to put it is vice and virtue, vice and virtue, vice, meaning something bad virtue, meaning something good. Now showing the bad, here's the overall reason, but showing the bad side makes the good side shine brighter. So it makes the good shine brighter. We wouldn't know the wonder and beauty and freshness of spring. If it wasn't for the deadness of winter, we wouldn't know the joy of the morning sunrise and the glory. If we didn't know the dead of night, So God gives us the opposing halves in order to make the the good side even sweeter, even brighter. And so God is using the bad to help throw some light on the good. It makes the good shine that much brighter. All right. Now it's time for us to 
look at some specifics. You have on the top of your page and the bottom of your page letters, A, B, C, D, and so on. We're going to begin at the bottom. And of course, everything below center line talks about the wrong way and the evil way, the bad way, the way of the world, the way of eternal damnation. And so we're going to jump now back and forth between the bottom and the top and the bottom and the top. And we're going to get a good look at these opposing truths. Okay. Um, We're only going as far as chapter nine. And I'm not going to let the cat out of the bag. I'm not going to spoil any um, um, surprise or, or any thunder or anything like that. You'll find out why we'll only go to chapter nine. You'll find out why over the next week or two, you'll find out, but we're going to look at these. Now we're on the lower half of the page. And I'd like you to turn to chapter one of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter one. And remember, we're looking here on the lower half. We're looking at the, the wrong way. Now, beside letter A, there's a one, that's chapter one and the colon mark. And then there's a a line and a dash and a line. You put in 10 and 19 verses 10 to 19. And so we're not going to read all of the verses. I'm going to give you the verse numbers and you can look it all up later. It's really good, but I just going to, sort of touch on it to give you the the idea of it. So let's look at it. Chapter one, verse 10, my son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down to the pit. And here's why we shall find all precious substance. Now that's get rich quick is what that is. And it's get rich quick by defraud. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Well, it goes on down to verse number 19. And essentially, this is the wrong way to do it. You don't want to go in this direction. Now we'll go up above center line and you'll see the A. And there's a number one. And you write in 20 to 33. 20 to 33. And look at verse 20. Wisdom crieth without. She uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief places of concourse. Concourse means a crowd of people coming together for an event. That's what concourse means in the openings of the gates in the city. She uttereth her words saying, how long ye simple ones will ye love simplicity and the scorners delight in their scorning and fools hate knowledge. Turn you with my reproof. Behold, I pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you. And so there's an appeal there. Wisdom is crying out to us saying this way, come this way. Listen to me. Follow the sound of my voice. Now we're going to uh, go back down below center line to the B and we're going to go to chapter two and we're going to look at verse 12 to 19. So you write in 12 to 19 on the B below center line 
I was almost going to say under the B, right? <laughs> that sounds like bingo, doesn't it? We're not into bingo, by the way. That's another sermon. Uh, chapter two, verse 12. It says to deliver thee from the way of the evil man. Remember we said just above personified as an evil woman and as an evil man to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, from the man that speaketh forward. That means twisted forward things. Uh, look at verse 16 to deliver thee from the strange woman. That's the wrong kind of woman. That's for sure. Even from the stranger, which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth. Maybe that's her parents and her parents are broken hearted over the direction. She's gone and forgetteth the covenant of her God. Maybe she used to go to church <laughs> no more. She is the wrong kind of woman. But again, that we're in the wrong direction here, aren't we? Now let's go up above the page to chapter, uh, sorry, to chapter two, to the B chapter two and verses one to nine. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, uh, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. And it goes right through to verse nine and look at verse 20 that thou mayest walk in the way of good men. There's that overall direction again and keep the paths of the righteous. So 20 to 21 is on the B above center line. So one to nine and 20 to 21. Now we're going to go down below to the letter C. And for this, we have to go to chapter four verses 14 to 17, 14 to 17. Enter not thou, enter not into the path of the wicked and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it and pass away for they sleep not except they've done mischief and on it goes. Now go up above center line to the letter C, but there's some goodness. There's some goodies for us in chapter three. So we go back to chapter three. My son, see verses one to 18 is what you write in the first two blanks and 21 to 24 is what you write in the second two blanks. So letter C above center line, letter C chapter three, verse one, my son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. And this of course has the verse in it. Chapter three, verse five and six trust in the Lord with all thine heart. So we have here one to 18 and then verse 21, my son, let not them depart from thine eyes, keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul and grace to thy neck. And that goes of course to verse 24. So on the C letter C above middle line, you've got chapter three, one to 18 and 21 to 24. Let's go down below to the letter D we're going to go to chapter five, chapter five, verses three to 14, three to 14. So here's the wrong way again, again, personified as the, the evil woman for the lips of a strange woman drop as an honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil, but her end is as wormwood. That's poison. Sharp as a two edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Definitely the wrong direction. So that one is D three to 14. Now, if you go up above center line 
to D you have chapter four and you have verses one to 13 and 20 to 27. Again, we're going the right way. Now D above center line is chapter four, one to 13 and 20 to 27. Hear ye children, the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding for I give you good doctrine forsake ye not my law. Verse number five, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. And verse 20, my son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my saying, let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart. You see verse 23, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life. These are famous Bible verses that we hear. Now we see them in their context. Now we're going to go below center line to the letter E, the letter E. We're now in chapter six and you'll write in 12 to 15. So chapter six below center line, letter E chapter six, verse 12 to 15 and verse 24 to 35. So look at verse 12, a naughty person. Now, naughty here, N-A-U-G-H-T, means like a worthless kind of uh, an evil person. A naughty person, a wicked man, walketh with a froward, a twisted, a froward mouth. He winketh with his eyes, he speaketh with his feet, he teacheth with his fingers. Frowardness is in his heart, he deviseth mischief continually. And verse 24, to keep thee from the evil woman. There she is again, personified here. Foolishness personified as an evil woman uh, from the flattery of the tongue of the strange woman. Now we're going to go above center line and we'll go to um, where are we here that we were in chapter six. Did we miss one? No. Yes. We missed number chapter five. All right. Above center line. That would be the letter E. Am I correct? Okay, good. I have my helpers over here helping me and I need them. All right. So letter E above center line is chapter five, right in verses one to two and seven to 21, one to two and seven to 21. My son, attend unto my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding. And verse seven, hear me now, therefore, O ye children and depart not from the words of my mouth. Remove thy way far from her and come not nigh the door of her house. That's that evil woman again. Now we go below center line. And I believe we're on letter F letter F and we'll go to chapter seven, chapter seven. And you write in verse six to 27, six to 27. Practically this whole, almost this entire chapter is going the wrong way. You see verse six, Solomon wrote for at the window of my house, I looked through my casement and beheld among the simple ones. I discerned among the youths, a young man void of understanding passing through the street near her corner. And he went the way to her house, definitely the wrong direction. And you can read that later. Now we go above center line and we're on letter F and we go back to chapter six and chapter six in verse 20 to 23 we have the good way. My son, keep thy father's commandment and forsake not the law of thy mother. 
You see verse 22, when thou goest, it shall lead thee. When thou sleepest, it shall keep thee. When thou awakest, it shall talk to thee for the commandment is a lamp and the law is light and reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Now we go below center line and we're almost done to letter G and we'll go to chapter eight. And there's only one verse here. And that's verse 36. Verse 36. Otherwise chapter eight is almost 100% uh, above the line. But here's one verse below the line in verse 36. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. That's the bottom line of it. If you don't love God's way and God's wisdom, it means you love death. You're going the wrong way. Now we go above center line to the letter G and we've got chapter seven uh, verses one to five chapter seven verses one to five and verses 24 to 27. So one to five and 24 to 27. My son, keep my words and lay up my commandments with thee. And verse four, say unto wisdom, thou art my sister and call understanding thy kinswoman that they may keep thee from the strange woman, from the stranger, which flattereth with her words. And all this is going the right way. Now, if we go down below uh, the line to letter H, we come to chapter nine and chapter nine, the second half of it. And we have foolishness herself. Look at verses I'm sorry, right in verse 13 to 18, 13 to 18. That's what goes on letter H below the center line. Chapter nine, 13 to 18. A foolish woman is clamorous. That clamorous means noisy, dissatisfied, um, always crying out. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knoweth nothing for she sitteth at the door of her house on a seat in the high places of the city to call passengers who go right on their way saying, now listen to what she tells people. Remember, this is the world's foolish wisdom speaking. And it says, whoso is simple, let him turn in hither. As for him that wanteth understanding, she saith unto him, stolen waters are sweet. See, that's the wisdom of the world. Hmm. You have something. I'll take it. Thank you. That's the wisdom of the world and step on people to get what you want. That's the way of the world. And so there she is personified. Now, if you go above center line, you go to chapter uh, letter H, which is chapter eight verses one to 35. So all of that chapter, except one verse, deals with wisdom verse eight, chapter eight, verse one, doth not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice. That's a wonderful chapter. You'll take time to read that. And then on the very top of that list is letter number I, and that's chapter nine, verses one to 12, chapter nine, verses one to 12. Wisdom hath builded her house. Next week. We're going to look at that. She hath hewn out her seven pillars. There's the seven pillars of wisdom. We're going to see that next week. She hath kindled. She hath killed her beast. She hath mingled her wine. She hath also furnished her table. Now look at what she says in verse four. Who so is simple. Let him turn in hither as for him that wanteth understanding. She saith unto him. That's exactly the same introduction that the foolish worldly wisdom says. But what they say after that is totally different. Remember the worldly foolish woman says, 
Stolen waters are sweet. Remember that? Well, here, what she says is she says, come and eat of my bread and drink of the wine, which I've mingled forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. That's her message. Totally different than the way the world does it. Well, that brings us to the end of our study for tonight. And on the bottom of your page, you have some homework. Now I'll give you your choice. You can read one proverb each day starting tonight until next Wednesday. So you've read those eight chapters, read them again, read them again. You might want to tuck in chapter nine because we're going to be dealing with that next Wednesday. So you can do that or you can go through each of these lists and you can read the verses like in the bottom portion, a chapter one, 10 to 19, read that and check it off that you've read it and then go up to the upper list. A chapter one, verses 20 to 33, read that and check it off. So you can do that as your homework. Or for those of you who have the time and have the desire and the energy, do them both. Why not? You'll only profit.